0: We are all blessed. We are blessed. And the laughter is one of the blessings, isn't it? Because we all have trials, we all have tribulations, and it is so good to be around people that you can laugh with, that you can enjoy life with. Nothing like what you see on on the news each and every evening or every morning when you get up. It's nothing like that. There are some people that just bring you joy and you look forward to being around them. You look forward to that input and those those vibes that you get. Time with them is very, very important to you. We do have the greatest country in the world. And yet there are so many that are saying, we do not. They say we depress and that we hold people back. And yet... I look on the football field and I see those that came from nothing financially to multi-millionaires. And they have the freedom to take a knee in this country. There's a lot of countries, they would not have that right. But they have the right to do that, whether you and I agree with it or not. And then there are those like Tim Tebow. He takes a knee, and you would have thought that he had just committed the greatest crime in the world. He takes a knee and thanksgiving to God. That's why he takes that knee. And he's proud to do it. But the media, the media cuts him no slack. And I am just so thrilled to see in some of the ball games nowadays, at least in the college game. I see these guys, they'll score, and then they'll take a knee. Yes, they have the courage to take a knee and just have it face the possibilities of getting bashed like Tim did. But they take the knee and they point up as they cross that line. God does it. God's with me. So we see those that do it. They have the courage. So many times we think that the price that has been paid is not appreciated. That's, that's to me... Uh, I grew up in Vietnam and the vets came back and they weren't treated with the respect that they deserved. They were not honored as they deserved. And John McGuire told me when he first started going to church here, he walked down with the vets. He's from Vietnam era. And he says, you know, this is the first time anybody's said thank you to me. And that wasn't but maybe ten years ago. And the war's been over many, many years. My father-in-law was in World War II. He was in the whole entire thing. He was in the Army and uh, artillery. And he... uh, was in North Africa, so it was early on, Sicily, France, and eventually into Germany. And they were making a big deal out of the movie uh, with Audie Murphy to hell him back and about all of his medals and everything. And he said, nobody set out to be a hero. We just had a job to do, and we did it. We just reacted. We responded. We had orders and we would carry them out. I was blessed to go with Bill Howard to the reunion of Iwo Jima veterans in Wichita Falls and there was a congressional Medal of Honor recipient, Woody. I can't remember the rest of the name. But Bill made it possible for me to sit down and talk with him. And he was just like sitting down and talking with you just an everyday guy and he told me that he had his order was to take a flamethrower and get as many of the pillbox as he could he goes up the hill and he had somebody with him and that individual was killed he ran out of fuel got another one, and went back up again. All in all, I can't remember, 11, 13, by himself. And he says, I just did what I was told to do. That wasn't normally my job, but it was when I received the honor and the instructions, the order to take them out. These are brave men and women that have been taught through basic training. You don't ask why, you respond just as quick as you possibly can, and the answer is always yes, sir. They fought those battles for their loved ones back home. Mom, dad, sisters, brothers, their loved one, their wife. But from the very beginning, the American Revolution, they fought those battles for you and me too. And they fought those battles for my grandkids. And even great-grandkids that I've never met. They fought for what was right. And what was right was freedom. Freedom for everybody. Not just their immediate family, but for everybody. And to see anyone that treats a veteran with anything but respects is just something reprehensible to me. They carried out orders. They did what they were told. And today we have the freedoms. We have the freedom to stand here with this Bible. A lot of countries are burning Bibles. They've had Bibles burned. We know that there have been millions of individuals killed in Iraq, Iran, because they believe in Jesus Christ and they would not deny Jesus Christ. This last week I saw where they uncovered massive graves over in Iraq. Massive graves, and not just one or two, but many massive graves of all Christians. And we sit comfortably here. We've got the heater, got the air-conditioned, got comfortable pews. We have the freedom to walk in through that door and sit wherever you want to sit and sing if you want to sing and pray if you want to pray. You have that freedom. You have the freedom to come in this door or across the street. You have the freedom of choice because of our veterans and the foresightedness of those individuals that were brave enough to start with the Declaration of Independence. They knew when they signed their name and John Hancock Sign his extra large so that the king could read his name without his spectacles. They knew they would be put on a terrorist list. Yes, terrorist. A terrorist list because they wanted freedom from England. If you win, it's patriotic, but if you lose, you're a terrorist. And they wanted them to understand that freedom. Meant more than their own lives, their property, or anything else. And to this day, this is true. Without freedom, what do we have? But they will never stomp out the freedom in the hearts of Americans. Never. It is something that is a part of us as the color of our eyes. We will stand up and fight For freedom. These days are glory days. My past is past. My future is bright. God promises are true. And His word is sure. With God as my helper. I will be all He wants me to be. Do all He wants me to do. And receive all He wants me to receive. These days are glory days. Thank you, Max Licato. When I was in the Oklahoma hospital, one of the ladies that I was blessed with her helping with me and my needs, she had escaped from Lebanon, one of those countries over there, by herself and i've shared this story with many of you but maybe some of you haven't heard it and it's worth repeating she was a teenager and left that country by herself going through the checkpoints and then into a boat and then taking the boats you've seen the boat people and so many of them they all die in those boats she was just a teenager But she said one Sunday when they were opening up the church a young man went into the preacher's office who was his dad and on his desk was his dad's head. And she was willing to risk her life not with her family or anything else. This young lady went out by herself and left that country and has never heard From her family and she does not know if they're alive or dead. But she wanted freedom. She wanted freedom that badly. That she was risking her life. Just like our veterans have and our forefathers have. Risking their life for freedom. The name that I butchered this morning. My my sister's son-in-law. He and... His dad left their country and they left it in a way in which they had to pay the people that were the guards, the people that were in charge of the country, the the different stops and points uh, that they had to get clearance through. They had to pay to get out so they could get in and they came in the front door. We take it for granted. I don't know anybody here that wasn't born here. And it was a gift. It is a gift by birth. Let us never forget, though, the price that has been paid. And to, with this freedom, we can worship, as we said, any way we want. Jesus Christ provides freedom. Freedom from all the sins that we have. The guilt we have. There is no way in this world I could stand here if I didn't believe that with my whole heart. I remember well those many days As a single man. Going dancing. Having drinks. Having parties. I remember those days so well in which I was a Christian. I knew Jesus Christ. But it was like I would take care of that on Sunday. Because the rest of the week. I'm having a good time. Only through him can I stand here today and talk to you. And you guys have loved me even with all my warts. We all know that Jesus Christ has called each and every one of us come home, come home, come to me, come to me. And the closer I got to him, the closer I got to being home. Let us never take what we have for granted. Fred, you said it so well. We're blessed to live in a community like this. As a little kid, I was a Cub Scout, and I remember marching in a long, long parade. It had veterans of all branches, people on the sidewalks, people waving flags. We don't see that today, but we do see a community that respects the veterans. So we are blessed, and we should never take it for granted. We are blessed that all sins have been washed away and we should never take that for granted as well. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, this very, very special day in which we pause in a busy, busy world, a world filled with electronics and we say thank you to these veterans. Thank you for Your service to this great land. Thank you to you and your, to these veterans and their buddies. And unfortunately, oh, so many never came home. We are grateful that they loved us enough that they would risk it all. Just as we're grateful, Lord, that you loved us and you do love us so much. And yes, You gave it all. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. If there's anyone